Here's an open and relational thought from Thomas J. Ord. This is the fourth in a series of episodes exploring the advantage that open and relational theology has for thinking about love. One advantage says that God's actions can provide examples of what love should be like, the kind of love we ought to express. We see these, this example in Jesus and in others as they weep with those who weep, as they turn the other cheek or go the extra mile. Conventional theologies portray God's love as essentially different from ours. And when they do, it makes it impossible for us to love like God does. If God is absolutely different, totally in all ways beyond our comprehension and nothing at all like creatures, there's no way we can imitate divine love. Open and relational thought, by contrast, says that God's love is not an exception to the fundamental framework of what counts as loving. Therefore, we can actually imitate God. We might call this open and relational advantage imitating love. Secondly, many open and relational thinkers say that God's nature is love, and we can trust that God will always love because it's God's nature. It's what love is and who God is. We might say it's God's heart to use that common language. To put it philosophically, we might say God necessarily loves because love comes logically first among the divine attributes, even before God's power. To put it as a double negative and annoy our English teachers, God cannot not love. Many conventional theologies say that God could stop loving us, and perhaps sometimes does. But open relational theology says God must love. We could call this advantage loving by nature. Open relational thought often makes the argument that God must love because it's God's nature to do so. For more, see the Center for Open and Relational Theology or Dr. Ord's website, thomasjord.com. Please like and subscribe to Ord's Shorts.